Welcome to the very first episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. Uh, if this was television, they'd call it a pilot. My name is Eric. I'm Angie. And we're married with a crap ton of kids. Six kids, people. Six It's like a modern-day Brady Bunch. Three boys, three girls. Yep. Uh, they we don't know what that is. So we call them the crew. Which they like. Uh, I have two boys and a girl. I have one girl and two boys. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, you don't. No, <laughs> I have two girls. Well, that's why it's the first episode. Well, we do have a glass of wine. Yeah, so. well, that's how we're getting through. Yeah. Um, in today's episode, we're going to talk about how we met, um, and the, the since the show is about blended, blessed, and always a mess, our hope is really that to connect with you if you find yourself in the same situation as us, where you're trying to blend a family or you're thinking about it or it's scary or it's, you know, you're in the midst of all the challenges, um, that it gives you a little bit of inspiration and laughs and, and a sense of community knowing that you're not alone because it is hard. It is scary, but it's also very rewarding. It's rewarding, but it's challenging, but we've it's seen, beautiful. Yes, it's we've beautiful. seen so many positive changes in our children and in uh, you and in me. And so... Really, that was the the reason why we decided to do this. We, it seems like more and more couples that we meet nowadays are divorced, as you know, in this country and around the world, that's the trend. And so they're blending families, and it is very challenging. And uh, when it comes to research, the book on it's still being written, and there's just not a book out there when you start dating and blending families. It's like, read this book. It'll be fine. Uh, kind yeah. of doing it as we go. And we've met a, a couple of really inspirational cus- uh, couples as well um, that kind of given us hope when we were in the trenches of it. Um, so hope, you know, kind of paying it forward a little bit too. Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be times where you're not going to agree with everything that we're talking about and you may have great advice for us as well. So look forward to that. But, yeah. We're uh, not, we're not experts. We're just sharing our journey and what we have learned personally. Yes, the positive and the negative. So, well, you want to talk about our background, I guess, before we sure. met. Yeah. I think, I think it'd be good to kind of share our, our background for sure. So um, before I met Eric, so I um, was married for 18 years, uh, got married when I was super young. It's kind of embarrassing a little bit to say that now as I'm sitting here and, you know, 45, 44. You're 44, honey. You're beautiful 44-year-old. <laughs> 44 years old. Um, to look back and go, wow, I got married when I was 19. But I um, was married for 18 years and got divorced. Um, and that was horrific to go through. So... Um, Definitely stating the obvious that divorce is, is terrible to go through for your the kids, for just family, yourself. Um, you lose friends. I mean, it's just yeah. a... Yeah. I mean, my family struggled with it. They didn't know really how to deal with it. Um, lost a couple of friends. It's hard for people to know how to be there for both. It's hard on the kids. It's just, you know, you're totally just uprooting everything. And so, you know, obviously post-divorce dated some, but I definitely kept all the walls up because of just the fear of um, having to go through that again. Like you just, you lose kind of, I would say maybe trust in yourself a little bit. Um, so anyway, so yeah, uh, was divorced for five years, um, doing my own thing, had a good job, um, pretty, pretty damn independent. Proud of proud of that a little mm-hmm. bit. But Did also you miss- write that for Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> da, 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 yeah. Miss Independent. I mean, I could relate to uh-huh. that. Um, so, yeah, that was that was my spot. Whenever, um, well, I'll tell you how we met later. That's another topic. Yeah, but you were living it, doing it my own thing. Yes, doing my own thing. Had my house, my kids, and job, and 
I was. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. That's a great way. You know what they say about fine. Didn't need anything else. You know what they say about fine. So, yeah, my story, I got married super young, too. I was 21, got engaged at 20, and and it's one of those things we tell our kids now, especially our girls that are 20 and 19, um, don't get married. But I know they're not listening to that at all. They're ignoring us. Well, no one can tell them what to do either. Yeah. Where they get that from. Yeah. But got married... You know, five years into that marriage, two kids. Uh, my oldest, Lexi, who is 19, she's a freshman at Mizzou, and then Carter is uh, 16. Uh, he's a sophomore. They were four and one at the time, and uh, uh, my first wife wanted a divorce. I, I didn't want that. Um, she's had other plans, and so uh, f- for me, I was really upset, devastated, and um, my dad was helping me through that. He's my best friend in life. I'm 26 years old, and he falls over dead of a heart attack six months later. So. Uh, now it was the day after my 27th birthday. So here I am 27, still reeling from a divorce, got uh, 50% custody of two young kids. And now my best friend, my dad's dead. And so uh, trying to figure that out a couple months later, I meet my second wife and, you know, you just want the pain to stop. And, and at least, uh, that's where I was at. And, and, you know, I remember just getting engaged right away and getting married right away. And, and, my mom being like, don't do that. Friends being, don't do that. Even her dad, who I'm still friends with, was like, don't do this. It's a bad choice. And so we were married for 10 years and talking about, you know, divorce is hard. Like you don't want to fail at it once, much less twice. So, you know, I think um, it just, it wasn't a good mix. We, we tried to make it work for a long time. It didn't work well. And so it, it ended. But another beautiful son, Dane. So my three kids uh, come into play and... So with that, I had been single um, when I met Angie, probably about a year. We'd been split up for a year and a half, really some hard times for a few years. And so I met Angie about a year after my divorce, probably. We were both, I was single. I'd been single for a while. I'd actually been spending some time at my church just working on going through a divorce care program and what that was like to kind of rebuild yourself um, without needing anybody. Um, and so felt like I was in a pretty good place. And then one day, um, Miss I Don't Need Anyone showed up on my doorstep. Yeah. How did that happen? Well, that yeah, that's a whole other story for sure. I will tell you that rocky roads do lead to beautiful destinations. So we've all we've both have been through a lot of crap, um, but I think you'll find a theme we have throughout this entire podcast is about trust and and trusting the process. Um, you know, in hindsight, it's 2022. It's easy to look back and go, oh, yeah, okay, that's why that all happened. But, man, that doesn't mean it doesn't suck through the process. But so what I what I will share, um, I'm very passionate around independent women. So I'm first going to start off <laughs> by giving you ladies a piece of advice. Women's power is coming. <laughs> that's a theme of this podcast. So here's one tip I have for you. Um, I highly recommend that you celebrate your birthday month month not the a day i mean you've trained me it's the way to go yes not the day not the weekend not a week the entire month so. and your birthday is at the end of the month pretty much yes so 24th but i'm so. also i'm treating you for your birthday too as we record this my birthday is this month my birthday is february 18th and this month i mean she's been treating me for the last three years every year on my birthday this year she's giving me a present a day <laughs> For 18 days. I mean, we're not to the 18th yeah. yet, but yeah, it's happening. And I feel very spoiled and undeserving, but grateful at the same time. Yeah. So yes, ladies. You gotta celebrate. She highly recommends you celebrate all month long. And we've gotten yes. to where we both enjoy. I enjoy celebrating you during you September. Do, you do a and great job. Thank you. And you, you, you celebrate me for sure. Yeah. So it's September 2019. 
and it's my birthday month, and I've got this entire month planned. I bought myself a Jeep. A second car, a play <laughs> a car. car. Yeah. So it was a big. That, I don't do that every birthday, but that, but that uh, month I did buy a Jeep, um, and had a work trip to Austin, but extended it to a girls' weekend, and that was fabulous, full of memories, and just living life. Um, independent and then uh facebook decided to intervene at some point what did we decide what day that was on like uh the 20th it was it was no it was around the 17th or so of september and i had stopped at this point i had seen you on you know facebook has the friend suggestion thing yeah i had seen you roll through that several times like that is a really beautiful woman but I'd also stopped a couple of months earlier just adding random women on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> it never worked well. That was a bad – it didn't go well. So I just so – I, I saw you I let that people. go. I never added people though. So it was rare for me. He popped up as a friend's, Facebook friend suggested him. And I clicked on his profile. And I, I kind of knew him because years ago he was an MC for a work event. And I noticed we had like nine friends in common. So I kind of knew – who he was from that aspect, but um, clicked on his profile with him and a couple of his kiddos, and I'm like, oh, he's kind of cute. So I just friend requested him and went on. So I will tell you, Facebook doesn't tell you that they accepted it. So. It does tell you. It does. It does. You okay. Just well, I ignored attention. it because yes. I really didn't care that much, to be honest. Oh my God. <laughs> I, so I got the friend request. It was an immediate accept. And then I thought, all right, let's just wait and see okay. when she's going to reach out. I remember that. I went off doing my thing because I'm working, having fun. It's my you birthday definitely, month. yeah, you did. You did, didn't didn't reach out. Yeah, no. He, so he's waiting for me to reach out. I think you even change your profile pic. That it would <laughs> I, get, don't, I would don't know it. about that, but it's possible. <laughs> Seems like something I might I would have done. Uh, but uh, nothing happened. So six days in, I remember I was at the gym. It was a Monday afternoon. Your birthday was Tuesday that year. Yeah. Uh, the very next day was your birthday. And you were at your uh, headquarters in St. Louis, which yeah. we're in middle Missouri. You're in, you're, you were at this time in Wardsville, Missouri. I'm in mm-hmm. Columbia, Missouri. So we're, we're about 30 to 35 minutes a, a, away from each other. And she was uh, in St. Louis uh, where she works and posted a picture. Yeah, I had pulled up. Our headquarters is beautiful. And the sun was shining on the building. So I just... Snapped a pic and put it on my Facebook story, and then then I get a message, and I'm in a meeting all afternoon. Just the dumbest message possible, too. <laughs> I remember I was at the gym, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, this is an opportunity. I don't know how that... This is one of those signs that was supposed to work out, because I literally said the dumbest thing yeah, possible. Yeah, you said, you must be really smart working or at a tech conference. I'm like, no, this is where I work, but... But then we started talking because he's in sales, I'm in sales, and then we just nonstop. I mean, he was we talked all night long. Oh, you were talking back. <laughs> I was bored. Okay. <laughs> so we yeah, we start talking, um, just like that Monday night yeah. before your birthday, and you're working and at dinner and all this stuff, and you're But I felt the need to be really clear and upfront with him on what he was getting into because um, I had the same talk track. <laughs> When people do reach out, like, okay, um, so here's the deal. I'm not looking for some long-term relationship, marriage type of thing. Like, I don't, you're not going to meet my kids. You're not going to come to my house. Uh, We can day grab dinner, travel, do trips, whatever. 
but I'm not. I'm not interested. She in. was hard. I mean, I'm saying to you, like, was, we're chatting. We've not met. We've not talked on the phone, and she's well, I just like, want to "Be clear. That's here's the deal. Here's the deal. You're never coming to my home. You're never meeting my children. You're never meeting my family. I will never get married again. Uh, I will never be your girlfriend. Like, we will. We oh, can date. God, we can go out at least once. We can go out at least once a month if it goes well. Twice, if that's going yeah. well, maybe we can take a trip every now and then. But I just want somebody fun. I don't need someone in my life. Don't need to see you. Blah 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 blah. Well, blah, I would blah. tell you. I, I have that has been my talk track for five years. Of I will never get married. You believed it. I did believe that. I mean, I told everybody at work, all my friends, like, never. I don't, I just never want to go through that again or be in a situation where I can't be independent. Because I love independence. I love being able to control, right? You do like to... But, we'll talk about that, but you're, you're Oh, I mean, controller. I do like that yeah. aspect, but I just never want to go back to being in a situation I didn't know how to get out of or was confined to. So... That's all what I told him, but he didn't give up. So, well, it makes me laugh a little bit because let's say this this podcast ends up going on for a long period of time. People are going to understand that our relationship dynamic is you like to be in control, oh, for sure, and know what's happening. And I'm the wild card. Oh yeah, he's a lot of. I'm the maverick <laughs> that's out there. Oh shoot, we're gonna pull. We're gonna pull a uh, audible here in the middle of the play and do something completely different. But yeah. you know, with that being said, that's kind of how our relationship started. I was yeah. like, yeah, no, I'm great with that. Yeah, you went along with. That. I thought I was. I really did until I met you for the first time. Like, because I was at a point. Like I said, I was going through that class at church. I felt like I was good on my own. I liked where I was, so I felt like that was fine. I didn't want anything either. Yeah. But then that Thursday, so this is Monday. Yeah. We chat Tuesday. I think we talked on the phone either Tuesday you night on your birthday. Me, which I was asked so you weird. if I could have your number. I know, but like it was when you when the phone rang, I'm like, oh my god, he's calling me. <laughs> well, like, there's a difference with texting versus calling. I prefer to talk. I, I, so I've I've yes, been a radio DJ since fifteen years old and I'm in my forties <laughs> now, so twenty five plus years in radio. So I prefer to talk. Yeah. To you. I'm introverted, so I'd rather message. Yeah. So I called, you answered. Yeah. And I we did. talked, and it was good. So yeah, then we I... talked again. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday, I had to go down to Jefferson City, which, if you know anything about Missouri, Columbia, where I was, was about 30 minutes from Jefferson City. I had a couple of meetings down there. So I, I texted Angie on the way and said, Hey, I'm headed down for some meetings. Do you want to grab lunch? A little and pushy I for her, but I, I want to take you for, my bir- for your birthday. Yeah. I said no, because my daughter actually had just reached out. So I'm like, no, I'm grabbing lunch with my daughter. So Hallie and I went to sushi. And then... Um, Hallie was a senior in high school at this point. So she yeah. was... Yeah. So we did that. And then I ended up having the message. I lived in a subdivision um, with a, several single ladies um, oh, that were single in... Ladies. <laughs> oh, the single lady. Sorry. I'm probably going to break it a song yes. all the time. That are in IT and just had said, hey, I'm going to go um, work at this coffee shop called high rise um do you want to join i looked at my calendar i'm like oh actually i don't have any customer facing meetings i can i can meet you so drop hallie off and then i'm getting ready to head back to go to the coffee shop and then here he messaged me again hey how about my meeting got over early yeah. after your lunch would you like to grab coffee and before like, i head back what to columbia the hell is this dude stalking me or what i'm like well uh, I literally just committed to going and grabbing coffee with girlfriends. But if you want to join us, you can. Because no guy's going <laughs> to say yes to that. Except. So the, yeah. 
So then I messaged my friend Sarah. I'm like, hey, some random dude is going to come by for coffee. And she's like, oh, good. Can't wait. I don't really embarrass easily. <laughs> like, if I get embarrassed, it's bad. So I didn't know that about him, though, either. No. So, I, yeah, I'll go meet. I mean, at that point, it, what did I have to lose? Absolutely nothing. And I enjoyed talking with you, so I was absolutely fine to do that. So we show up, and I got there uh, before you, and your friend Sarah was already there. So I, she was already scoping me out because she figured out there's one dude waiting up front. So it must have been me. You yeah. walked in, and you were like dressed. Brunch. Yeah, you were trying I'm to like, throw me off. Oh, I don't even. Ball okay, cap. I'm putting a ball cap on. I like had like comfy pants on. Had drove the Jeep. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. You walked in. I saw those blue eyes, and I was done. I was like, <laughs> and this is where it ends. And so, yeah, I had to put on a little press. So we stayed, and we talked, and I visited with mm-hmm. you and Sarah. And, was, and I felt like you were very engaged at that point. Mm-hmm. I get back to work, and we keep talking that night. And I find out that it's still your birthday month. Yeah. And so you have a weekend full of plans ahead. Yeah, in Columbia. It just happened what to be. What are the odds you I were know. coming to Columbia? I know. Went out with some girlfriends on Friday night and then... The full court press comes in here. She yeah, goes he out with some girlfriends on Friday night. And I had taken my kids to a Cardinals game. I had my three kids because that's what we did together um, when it was just me and my kids. We went to like 10 baseball games that summer. They loved it. I left for a couple hours because I saw one of your posts on social... I knew where you were in Columbia. So I go out um, of the stadium to the bathroom and I call the place because I knew the general manager and I ordered a bottle of champagne to your table for your birthday. Which, which here this guy comes over to our table, brings us the champagne, but this place we were at, there was this old dude sitting at the bar by himself and we're like, oh Lord. Here, this guy sent a champagne. It wasn't the creepy old it guy. It wasn't the creepy guy because he goes, "Is who's Angie?" And I'm like, "What in the world?" And then they say, "He says, oh, this is from Eric and Kim, one of my best friends." Is like, "Oh, when's the wedding?" I'm like, and oh my boom. god, no, shut your mouth. I'm not getting married. That's funny. But yeah, yeah. It was funny. It was super sweet. And then Saturday night was so the we had decided, yeah. So we had decided that we would. Uh, you were coming back to Columbia with your sister and her husband, some other friends. Mm-hmm. Saturday night, and I was already going out to a concert that night. So we would meet up at a country bar downtown called Nash Vegas um, that I frequented because I'm a country radio guy, and um, we go down there, and it's a little after nine. When we went down there, because you guys had went to dinner, and then yeah. I had the concert thing I was at, and and get there, and it is pouring. I'm talking about one of those monsoon storms that is like, God called it in. It's so, so bad, the weather. God called it in because he had a white t-shirt on <laughs> well, and muscles. <laughs> and so, God calls it in, and it knocked out the computer system for Nash Vegas. So, they couldn't take credit cards. And so I had got there just before you, and you're walking up as I'm walking out to go about a block and a half to an ATM. And I said, they got no cash. I'm going to go get it. I'll be right back. So by the time I ran down there and ran back, I'm soaking wet. And so, I mean, the white T-shirt is stuck yeah. to me at that point. Yeah, it's stuck to him. The Sorry. conversation's getting good. And uh, I know from my time at Nash Vegas that the owner is possibly going to have me on stage to sing a couple songs. Which happened. Yeah. So I get on stage and I, I come out, you know, I, I like to sing. 
come out and I sing a, a song by Nitty Gritty Dirt Band called Fish in the Dark. Because I don't want Angie to think I'm singing to her. I just want to show that I like to sing, right? I don't want to be too... I already know she's put all the walls up. So I'm trying to keep it to where it's... Um, it's more of like, hey, we're here together, and I yeah. happen to get called on stage to right. sing. And then I think I sing something else, and then finally I, the band has a female, and I go, hey, do you know that at the time the song Shallow with Gaga and Bradley Cooper is really big? And she's like, oh, yeah. So they start playing it, and I'm just like, tell me something, girl, <laughs> as I stare at holes through my now oh wife. Oh, my gosh. Okay, here's the thing to add on to that too okay ladies though imagine and you're also like not loving life you think it's fine but you're not no i'm I'm embarrassed tell me something girl are you happy in this modern world so yeah he's super hot he's got a white t-shirt on you You know any guy that can sing i mean that's hot so all these ladies are all in the front row like look at me and he's laser-eyed staring at me in the back. And I'm like, oh, my God. He <laughs> won't stop staring. Won't because stop she staring hates to be and the I'm center of attention. It was so hot, though. I will say that. And that was pretty much, <laughs> that was like just a done deal after that. All my, not all the walls, but the walls started to come down. <laughs> I mean, it definitely moved things along. <laughs> you fast-tracked it with that. So, sure. so yeah. I saw that video. I'll have to post it to our Guess website. I haven't seen that forever. Oh, no. I'll, I'll post it on the website with this podcast. So we spent some time together that evening. Yeah. And it was good. It was great. And, it was a great night. And then uh, the next day, you were going to St. Louis to the Cardinals game with your best friend, Amber, yep. who I had not yet met. Um, and I was in Columbia doing stuff all day. And um, all Amber, of a sudden, let me just add though that have a best friend that wears heels to a baseball game. Oh my god, that's all. I'll say. She's she's always over the top. <laughs> love you, love you, Amber. Um, so you start messaging me, hey, if you if I were to come through Columbia with my friend mm-hmm. Amber, would you have time for a drink? And at this point, I'm already piecing together. Here's someone that only wanted to see me once, maybe twice a month, and now she had coffee, which I pushed. Yeah. Had a great time last night, and now she wants to see me again tonight well, with her best friend. Let me just caveat that, too. You guys can relate if you're divorced and dating, that you gotta you got to plan shit because <laughs> I didn't have my kids that weekend, too. Yeah. So, you know. You that wasn't help. We didn't have our kids on the yes, same weekend, we which helped the, the dating weekend, process. Which, if you're dating and you have kids, that is a common question to ask out of the gate. Well, when what do you, weekends do you have your kids? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, different so weekends. Like, okay, we can't date each other. I have my kids the next weekend. If I'm going to have Amber meet him, it's got to almost be this weekend. Otherwise, you're going to go two weeks. So... We just left from the Cardinals game, drove to Columbia. Which, again, is a beautiful patio. That was, at that point, like another... Yeah, I say they're 30 minutes apart, but that was like a 50-minute detour for you. Yes, but I let Amber interrogate him. Yeah, that was fun. All she asked me about was, like, my credit score and things like that, so it was fun. Um, She's not that scary, but I did need her little vote of approval. So that happens, and so then the next day is a Monday, right? And let's go back to that first couple of times we're chatting on that Monday, too. This is all in a week, guys. I mean, we started chatting on Monday. Yeah. This is Sunday. Trust the process. Six days later, when she's like, I don't need anyone. We're not dating. Da, 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 da. And I decided I'm going to come up with a reason. Another client meeting. Air quotes. Air quotes. To be in Jefferson meeting. City on Monday. And so I go have that meeting. And then I know where she lives at this point. 
And so, because I dropped her off that Saturday evening, and so I'm like, okay, here we go. I, I just so he just tells me he's going to come by, and yeah, I'm like, what don't the give her an option. Hell? No, but then I didn't say no, but I was uncomfortable because I had promised myself. Because here's the hard part: is whenever you tell yourself and you make up your own rules and your the walls and all that stuff. You feel like you're going against what you had promised yourself. So it was a little bit of like, oh my God, he's coming over here? Crap. Like I said, he wasn't coming over here. Like That was just six days um, earlier. Yes. Well, seven at that point. Yes. It's Monday. So yeah, a week earlier. So I get there. But I let him come over. <laughs> let's me in. It's yeah. a fun lunch. And, uh, and then we just started dating. Yeah. So I think um, like reflecting back of why... I allowed it to go that fast, that quick, is Eric has a unique way of, I guess, being vulnerable and then being vulnerable and sharing. Um, we, we talked for like a whole week and like he was very open and honest and even sharing hard stuff, um, I think immediately starts building trust and, and that Trusting the process, being vulnerable, vulnerable, and really talking about the hard things, I think you're going to find is sort of that foundation through this entire podcast. Because for me, it's that's not how I'm wired. Yeah, because at that point... I'm the opposite. And so it's easier for me to have walls up that's safer than letting down the walls and being vulnerable to hurt, pain, whatever, right? But then if you have your walls up, then you're also not experiencing joy either, so that's something that I learned just out of the gate. I think it was why he was able to break down those walls so quickly, which, by the way, they can still come back up sometimes. But I, I think it's a great way you said it. When you, if you really want joy, you bring the walls down. Yeah. Because when the walls are up, you're always protecting yourself from things you don't know, Everything, things that are though. good, yeah. not just the bad things, but the good things yeah. too. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're, I would say when I met you, you were very great at conversation, but it was more surface conversation, right? Like things you wanted people to know. And I more knew I really wanted to be with you. And at this point, at that point in our lives, you had just turned 42. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was 38 years old, I guess. And so you make a lot of mistakes, right? From 18 to 38. And yeah, for so sure. I was just very open about all the mistakes I'd made. I mean, Everything I had, I, th- <laughs> I, I think just about everything I had done wrong in life. And, and I was just like, here's yeah, this, here's I'm this, like, here's whoa. this. To the point where you're like, oh, whoa. crap. But I didn't Holy. want it to one day bite me that you were like, you never told me that. And the walls to go back up. And I didn't yeah. realize how thick your walls were. And I knew they were there. I didn't know how yeah. thick they were. But yeah. I was always glad that I was very honest and open about my past flaws and failures in life. Because I had made them and, and made poor choices at times. And uh, just very open about those. And that allowed us to start to take walls down for you. And you have a really beautiful soul. And your friends would tell you that all the time, but only your closest friends that you would let know that. Um, and it didn't take long for my family and my own friends to see that you have a very beautiful soul. Um, you just have to let people in to see it, right? Um, you're such a kind person. And so I wanted more of that in my life. Um, I, I, I think I've said to you more than once since since I've known you, you know my dad had been he's, he's 
going to be gone 14 years this year, and I, he'd been gone about 11 years at that point, and you're the kindest person I've met since my dad had died, and I've, I've always thought that about you, and you're so um, genuine, and you want the best for other people more than you do yourself, and so um, I just, I wanted to be as open and honest with you as I could, and it really seemed to push our relationship along faster because of it, which through you, took you by surprise, I think. Oh, for sure. For sure. I had not had anybody that had, was that open to just share all the, all the shit, honestly. Like, cause we'd all gone through it. Yeah. I think that made you start to share shit. Yeah, and... for sure. For sure. So I think that's looking back was such a foundation in just even what we're doing with our kids because, um, it's hard it's when, you know, obviously everybody, you know, knows marriage is hard, but like blended family and marriage is, it's hard. It's hard trying to bring all your baggage together versus like if you got married when you're young and you sort of grow together, like that's the overall intent is that you grow together. But when you get, when you're dating at later in life, you're bringing all the scars and all your baggage to the table. And if you don't, not just yours, but the exes too. Yeah. And you, all that. Everybody. Cause your kids, they go to the other families and come back. Like anything that happens somewhere else, they're still bringing that back home. Right. And so you have to have like that trust and that foundation built. I think that's probably the biggest um, key and and that all started right when we right when we met. Yeah, and I'm not saying we knew right out of the way. Hey, we're going to get married and blend these families. I just think. I mean, you for, might have, but I knew for me <laughs> that I was interested in a long term relationship. Yeah, I yeah. knew that I was interested in something deeper. And I would say this: I knew right away um, that I wanted to meet your kids. And and I think I I, I know I talked about um, Lexi Carter and Dane earlier. And we've talked about Hallie, but then you have two twins, a boy and a girl, yeah. Chase and Summer, that are 13 now. And so, you know, I had dated, you had dated any woman I dated that had kids. I had never wanted to meet her kids until I met you. And so I knew that was a bad, you know, don't keep dating this person. And I tell yeah. my friends now, they're like, oh, I'm dating this girl. She's got, she's got kids. I don't know. I'm like, then bail. If you don't know, don't bring kids, somebody else's yeah. kids into your dating or that. If you don't feel like this is going to go somewhere long term. So I did feel like. I didn't know we were going to get married, especially because you were still very anti-marriage. You were anti-call-me-boyfriend, right? Oh, Which is another, God. that's probably the next episode. Because, okay, you guys, maybe comment on our podcast, but if, like, if you're dating later in life, isn't it weird to be called girlfriend or boyfriend? I think it's weird. It made me so uncomfortable. I think because it made me feel like I was a little kid. Because my daughter had a boyfriend and she was a girlfriend. It's like, oh, this is so awkward. I it's didn't want weird. to be like, Hey, this is Angie that, that we hang out. I felt like that made you seem trashy and, and just, I didn't like that. So <laughs> yeah, anyway, but that's another, whole, yeah, yeah we'll talk about that later. Situation one time where he wanted to introduce me as his girlfriend and then it made me freak out. But I think it was probably more of just like, Oh my gosh, I'm really at this level where we're committing. And I thought I was not going to do that. that. It was, was probably yeah. the biggest thing. So, I mean, that's, that's how we met and that's, that's kind of where we were. And, and we look forward to continuing to talk about these things. I think, um, the plan is next week to talk about, um, how we decided to introduce our kids and what that was like. Yeah. Cause that, that definitely is nerve wracking. It's nerve wracking for sure. And we put some thought into how we wanted that to go. Um, 
And then, yeah, we'll talk about that on the next episode. But the great thing I think about that is that it's always been that it's it's the eight of us. It's never been just the yeah. two of us plus kids. For sure. So, yeah, we'll talk about that more. But otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening to episode one of uh, Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. Really appreciate it. Hope you'll yeah. join us again next week. Give us some feedback. Comment. Let us know what you guys think of our first episode. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Tell us if you don't want Eric to sing anymore on the episode. That's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. I'm always going to sing. If you tell me you don't want me to, it's just going to be more. So you know how this goes. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much. We appreciate it. Hope you have a wonderful week. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again very soon.